This meeting is being recorded. Well, that was a nice intro. Hello, everyone. I don't know if everyone heard that. This meeting is being recorded, but never heard that before. Anyway, uh, Chapman Season 3 FPL. We haven't done a special for a long time, or I have, and it feels like an absolute age. And Dave Jules messaged me the other week and said we need to do a special before the end of the season. So here we are. Dave's joining me for... I suppose this one's not really planned as a topic as such. Dave would just say normally when we've done some together, we've kind of had a theory or something to to push. This one feels not quite so much like that. We've, we've got plenty of talking points, but it's not an actual point of this one as such, shall we say? Yeah. Hello, Craig. Yeah, we were just debating, do we go this week or next week? Because we've obviously got double game week. But I think with the league, we had a chat earlier and said, this is the time to do it, really, because there's like a lot, quite a lot to discuss, as you say. Yeah, we've got, say, those listening, um, we've got some thoughts on leads. Obviously, there's a leak of Gary Kelly today, which has um, confused a few things. And then I think we, we now know the sort of the lay of the land in terms of the double next week and the order of the fixtures. So I think that's an interesting talking point, which leads, how many leads, questions like that. Um, we've got some thoughts on Man United as well. There's been lots of speculation for a few weeks now that once they win the league, will they start rotating? Uh, so we've got some thoughts on that. Um, we've both picked some differentials for the end of the season. So if you are sort of chasing, I know everyone's chasing Luke at the top and even a few differentials probably ain't going to catch him. But if, you, if you're chasing a spot, you're looking for top 10, aren't you, Dave, maybe? Top 10's on, yeah. I'm 16th at the moment. Um, so I, I haven't got any chips left, but yeah, I'm hopeful. And I'm um, I'm sixth in the second half league. Um, so I'm, I, I think the guy in front, Stephen, he's miles ahead, but uh, hopefully top five in that as well. Yeah, so we might need a few differentials to catapult ourselves up that little bit higher. So we've we've come up with a few each, um, all sort of three percent owned or lower. So that should be quite interesting. And then at the end, we'll just share our teams for the week and run through some of the decisions we're mulling over. So we'll we'll crack straight on. So we'll move on to the first slide is the leak. I'm sure most people watching this have probably seen the leak by now, but it threw up a few question marks I think it's scuppered a few plans should we say this week just for those that haven't seen it we've got Leon Knight starting up front for Chelsea um, Muzzy is it starting central midfield for Leicester Paul Scholes starting centre forward for Manchester United and then double information on Leeds um, Gary Kelly not even in the squad and Robbie Keane starting even though Panda in his stream I think he's injured for a week with a strained neck um but somehow strained neck's not going to stop him playing uh, this week against Arsenal. Interesting, what it doesn't say is what position he's playing in. So some speculation whether he's AMC, which we probably would have expected him to be for this home game. But also there's obviously the, the possibility with him that he'll be centre forward instead. So any immediate thoughts, Dave? What, what, what was your first sort of thoughts for your own team and in general once you saw this, this come out earlier today? Uh, well, in general, the first one, it looks like Knight's just starting because for sell he's red flagged. So that's nice and simple. Um, is it starting for Leicester? So that's that'll be his first game back after his big injury. So I assume someone like Disley or one of their other central midfielders will, will drop out and he'll come in central midfielder. I think Scowcroft seems to be starting week in, week out. So I, I'm guessing they'll play 4-4-1-1 or 4-4-2 and Scowcroft will be the forward or the dip forward. Was that your thoughts on yeah, Leicester? Yeah, they've since he got injured, they played that Bridge Wilkinson quite a lot in that same role yeah. with the up arrow. Um, mm. and that, as you say, Disney's coming and 
sort of taken that role a couple of times as well. So if you'd imagine is it's just going straight back in. He might they might try and I don't know if there's any hope they'll do the Middlesbrough formation where they have the two central midfielders both running into AMC. We've got that a little bit with with Marinelli and Miller at times, didn't we? So mm. I don't know if Leicester will do that with either Bridge Wilkinson or Disney with is it? I think that's possible. I don't know if um, that would work with a dip forward as well. Probably not, but you never know. With they're this. away, aren't they? They're away to Liverpool, so I'd, I'd, they'd be brave to go to two attacking midfielders with uh, with off arrows. Yeah, so yeah, I don't think it really matters. I don't think anyone are really considering Leicester centre mids. I know a few have got some of the wingers, but probably doesn't mm. impact any of that. I don't think unless Scowcroft moves to the right midfield, is possible. But, yeah, he does sometimes play there. It kind of tells me that maybe there wasn't a lot going on if they're leaking. Is it starting? I think uh, captains just said before something different, and the fact he obviously hasn't started for so long. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was a feeling that amongst those that play the game regularly know mm-hmm. that people's attributes maybe go down a bit, and maybe some of their um, potential and rep goes down when they've been out of the team for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's possible, is it? May have dropped so low, and then they've obviously had some a couple of new signings that would have got that bounce. Whether is it would even got back into the team despite being so good in previous years, but obviously it's fine and he's going to get back into the team. So he's yeah, probably yeah. just telling us that, isn't it? I think they'll be back in the team permanently for the last three games. Yeah, probably is. Yeah, uh, and then you got the tricky ones, which is United and Leeds. So uh, um, I suppose start with with United. Um, so Skulls starting centre forward is a tricky one. So um, I did a thread on Twitter last week about. I believe that Man United will full rep between their uh, before their two Champions League games, which will be this week and then the first game of double game week thirty seven. I've mulled it over most most of the day when I should have been working, and uh, I am leaning towards, and I don't know that that Man United won't do a mass rotation, and um, I think he might start up front with with um, with Rude. I I still own Rude van Nistelrooy and. Um, I was going to get rid, but um, the more I've thought about it, the more I think I think I should I should uh, keep him. So Skulls, um, he's not bad on this game actually. He just hardly ever plays. Um, I think he's coming in because York's injured, and it basically would have been any other options for sort of their first team for really Andy Cole, and then you start to look at the 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 cheap players, the reserves, the, the kind of the youngsters. Um, just one other thing to think about Man United is their midfield, so they usually play. Veron and Keane, so Keane suspended, so you would think Veron and done. But if the game might think that if it wants to rotate, then it would take Veron out, even though they lack in centre midfield options. So we might see someone like Jordic or um, uh, Nedved might start centre mid. We don't know, so it, it's it's a tricky one. But they, like Martin said earlier, it could have leaked somebody like Muniruk or. Um, one of the really kind of unknown players and they've, they've leaked skulls who we all know. So just sort of 60-40 in the camp of that it won't be mass rotation. Um, that's my thoughts. What about yourself? It's hard because, as you say, they've leaked two backup strikers for teams that have got striker injuries. So it, to me, that doesn't actually feel that revealing. Um, Leon Knight, I think, was third choice most of the season behind Good Johnson and Forsell. So instinctively if four cells out you you think Knight's playing so I don't think that's in any way sort of anything to take note of really it's what would be expected does it's not it's, it's not like he's playing in, in, in a rep situation and Skulls and Cole as back up to York is 
fairly 50-50. And if anything, it feels like Scholes has played more than Cole the more the seasons have gone. I think mm-hmm. Cole was, was definite third choice in season one. But it feels yeah. like he's been less and less involved as, as the game's progressed. So I, I would have probably said before this week, if you would have said who's Man United's third striker, I would have probably named Scholes over Cole. Yeah, um, when I've looked through the um, the, the, the lineups this today um, for this season, and it looks like I think Skulls has started three or four games, and only one of them has he been up front with York. The other ones he's all been up front with Rude, and he's been coming on the sub quite a bit as well. So they could have chosen to say Rude Van Nistelrooy not in squad or something like that, like they did with the Kelly one, but they've gone Skulls starts. Um, so this is why I'm thinking it might not be mass rep. It's hard this time of the season, isn't it? Because you don't. There's obviously a lot people are playing for. Um, I know you let's say catching Luke's close to impossible for first, but a lot of people have got ambitions for top ten, top fifty. They're in your cup, or, or there's something for most people to play for that is they would deem as an achievement for themselves. I'm still trying mm-hmm. to get into the top hundred uh, as a as a final finish. I haven't done it in two seasons. It'd be quite good to actually do that for me in the third season. So mm-hmm. giving too much information away potentially impacts that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a massive fan of just everyone being given the teams. And Skulls does kind of fit both. If, if they would have put Mooney a ruck, I think everyone would have realised that this is full rep now. That's not mm-hmm. partial rep, I don't think, with him. Skulls does kind of fit partial rep and full rep to me, I think. Mm. So, yeah. I, I, I'd probably hold Man United if I had them now, I think. Obviously, we saw Martin's sim data. Well, I'm hoping most people have seen it by now. Martin released it by himself earlier today. And Man United looked quite good in that. It's not like they've got a bad game where you can sell them anyway. The fact that the game is quite good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'd want to sell Varon or Rude. Um, yeah, but... I think depending on your situation, see, some people might need the cash to get to Phillips and they want, might want Phillips. Um, I suppose we can talk more about that later when we show our teams, but... Um, if you need the cash, then maybe it's a route to it. But with someone like a defender, you can maybe hold it this week and chance it. I mean, it's a decent fixture. And then you've got the double next week and maybe things are a bit clearer and you can make that, let's say someone like Silvestro doesn't play, then you can go to a Leeds defender or a, a Borough defender next week. Yeah, yeah, I think I think a defender is probably a definite hold. Mm. Um, but yeah, the other, the, on the last one, it's... Um, Gary Kelly, I mean, I own Kelly, so first it was a bit annoying, but then to see that, you got him as well? You yeah, you? both got him, yeah. yeah. And then at the same time, we could have not been told and then found out on the day, so at least we know that he's not starting, so we can make plans around it, so make sure you bench us a bit. And the other thing, obviously not ideal for me, is I've got Viduka and Larson up front, and Robbie Keane's, obviously we aren't told he starts attacking midfield, we're just told he starts. So mm-hmm. there is the risk that he could play centre forward as well as AMC with the up arrow. It's a home game. I'd expect it to be a game where he would be an AMC. So I think it'll be mm-hmm. an up arrow home game for Leeds. Mm-hmm. So but obviously they've got other options with Alex and Harry Kuehl and yeah. could play that role. So I'm, a bit, I'm getting a bit twitchy feet about having double Leeds attack as well mm-hmm. because the nightmare to have two Leeds players both not turn up this week. But we'll, we'll touch on that team later. It? It's, sorry, yeah, we'll touch on teams later. It's 50 yeah. 50 though with, with Robbie Keane, isn't it? He's he's going to be up front or he's going to be AMC. So I think Larson, yeah, it's it's flip a coin. Um, I I um I got stung with Larson in about game week 10 or 11 or something. So I've not owned Larson, Keane, Kuehl or Alex or Imar since at all all season. I got Larson last week and he didn't play, it was an unused yeah. sub, 
it didn't work out too bad for me, to be fair, because my emergency captain did okay. I had last and vice captain didn't come on, but obviously I got the emergency mm-hmm. captain got um, promoted into vice captain, and he did. I think he got like seven, eight points. So in in the grand scheme of things, it didn't work. It didn't work out too bad, but I did get him in for a hit, and then he didn't turn up, and then I might be hitting him out again this week. So there's eight points down the Swanee, isn't it? <laughs> if you do that, but yeah, but moving on to Leeds in a bit more detail, so. This slide's a bit of a mess, so apologies for those looking at it. There's quite a lot to fit in here. But, um, yeah, first things first, the fixtures. So, obviously, four games in three game weeks makes them appealing. Uh, three home games in that four as well. They aren't necessarily the easiest. Arsenal, um, Newcastle and Man United all at home. But the good thing is that those teams will probably play fairly defensively against them. So, we know our games go on this now in the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool often win 1-2-0 in home games. There's a chance Leeds will do the same, I think, for, for these home games. And then away to Leicester in amongst it as well, not bad. So, fixture-wise, I wouldn't be that put off, even though you might look at it and see Arsenal and Man United there. I think perfectly good having three leads for the duration now, isn't it, for the last three game weeks? Yeah, yeah. Leeds, are play, Leeds playing, obviously, the wing-backs and then playing f- four games against 4-4-2. Um, and we always see that wing backs four four two leads to more goals than formation matchups. Um, I did a thread up earlier in the season about wing backs for wing backs, and it always low low scoring games. And we, we've said the same about four four two versus four four two. So I fancy um, I fancy this to be good for any Leeds assets that that, that start and play. Uh, whether it's Man United or Arsenal at home, or, or the double, which the double is fantastic, isn't it? And that, the double worries me is. Um, uh, someone who doesn't have any chips left because I think anyone who's got a triple captain, you just slam it on Viduka game week 37, expect, you know, three or f- two to four goals. And uh, if any, you know, if he gets a haul, then that's points against me, even if I'll captain him. I take it you're more favouring triple captain the Leeds player, probably Viduka next week over Phillips, for example, this week home to Watford. You think that's more upside than. Absolutely. Even if, even if Leeds repped and he didn't play which is unlikely, you know, it's always unlikely. Leicester away is still a great game because Leicester will probably be normal. I don't think they attacked, they were normal, I'm not sure, against Leeds. But yeah, Leicester are shite in defence. So I, I fancy Leeds to do really well against them. And if, and if you know, we as, as expected, they do play the first team against Newcastle. Newcastle are poor at the back, they can't attack. Um, they, they play long ball and I, I'm confident that that Leeds will probably smash both teams, to be honest. Yeah, I'll be all over triple captain next week. I've done quite well in the other seasons of captaining players in home games against Newcastle. I really like that fixture. I know I talk about Sunderland being another team when you're at home to them is a good one. Newcastle are good as well. The only mm-hmm. sort of question mark I have over Newcastle, uh, over Leeds next week is those fixtures. So I've taken this off Pandas um, Game Week 36 preview. So these are the days, dates and running order at the bottom here of Leeds's game. So obviously they play Arsenal at home game week 36, which is this Thursday. Then it's Champions League away game with Roma on the Wednesday, where you'd imagine they'll definitely be full strength. It's an away game, probably gets the best team in the game. I'm assuming they're still the best team in the game in the third season. They certainly are to me in season one. Yeah. Roma are the best team in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So away to them in an away game, you'd imagine they'll play their strongest team and probably get beat by two goals or something. I would be, would be my expectation in that game. Mm-hmm. Then Wednesday straight into Saturday for that away game with Leicester in the double. Again, it's an away game, so you wouldn't expect rep, but that's three games in seven days. 
um, where they probably play most of their strongest team and all of them, depending on how many they rest in this Arsenal game. Straight into the second leg with Roma, which given the, the reputation of the Champions League as a tournament, they'll go full strength again. Roma will be high rep, won't they? 19-20, you'd think. So that's a full strength again. Now, I'm not sure with FA Cup final where that sits in terms of rep. The teams normally rep FA Cup finals. Is that big enough stature of a game to... Because Wolves... I think they play their full team. I think they play their full team in the FA Cup final, generally. Um, You do see it in the rounds leading up to the final that they rotate it slightly. Because it's it's Wolves who are a non-Premier League team. So I'm going to guess rep-wise, they're going to be 13, maybe even lower. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that should be pretty pretty low. So it could be rep, but they're not at home. Technically, it's a neutral game, so I'm assuming that counts as an away game in terms of how the rep works. Um, it's because they've they've not they've they're not they've not won the league like Man United have. And then you know my data suggested that they would rotate heavily before Champions League games. So Man United are playing PSV, and I don't know if that's anything to do with it. The PSV have got a lower rep than Roma. Now Leeds aren't in the they haven't won the league, but they are in the FA Cup final, so it's a tricky one. I think we have to assume that there's a chance that, that Leeds could play silly buggers and and rotate a bit of their team in in either of these games, Arsenal and the Leicester game and then the Newcastle one and the final game will probably go back to normal. We kind of want them to fall rep against Wolves because that will give them enough days of recovery after the Roma second leg to then be full strength for Newcastle. I would, so it, it's quite a lot of games yeah. in, quite a few, in, in not very many days. Mm. So is there a chance of fatigue? Will players get enough time to get their um, get their condition back up between games? There, I find if it's three day gap, they, their players can be a little bit unfit, because um, they gain about seven percent, um, seven to eight percent a day. Whereas if it's four days, they, most of the players are generally to like ninety five hundred percent. So I would expect that the Leicester game there'll be a little bit of low, tiny bit of low condition. Um, and then probably for the FA Cup final, there'll be some as well. You'd think that there'll be some rotation for that for the FA Cup final, wouldn't you? I yeah, think so. Maybe it's not. When I first looked at that run of games and I thought that's quite a lot of games in not a lot of space of time, will the players make it to Newcastle? Because if you triple captain, especially, you want them in the Newcastle game. That's probably got yeah. more upside, I think, than the Leicester game. So yeah. having that on the end of the five-game run, where there's obviously more... There's, four games previous where someone might get injured or sent off or something like that, which could happen as the, the Roma games, there could be some red cards, right? They'll get battered probably in, in the away game. Yeah. Is, is a goalkeeper or a defender going to hack someone down in the away game to Roma and get sent off? Then you have to wait two games for the red card to be authorised and then it might be a three game ban. And then before you know, they're missing all of them. Yeah, but that would be in the, that would be in Europe only, wouldn't it? The European game ban. Ah, okay. Yeah. I didn't thought of yeah. that. So that won't impact yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I think we just have to safely assume that there could be a potential little bit of rotation in that in that Leicester game. Um, I think that's probably the one that's at the most danger. Um, because then if they're in the Champions League final, I think the Champions League's played after the... I think it's played after the final game week, isn't it? Yeah, me and Benno did a pod at the end of the second season when Man United had a triple game week. Um, and we were trying to work out team sheets and stuff for that. And yeah, Champions League was last of all... Mm. So Leeds would obviously play Man United still game week 38 um, after mm-hmm. Newcastle before. But yeah, I, I don't expect them to get past Roma. But no. So you'd be happy, say, without the, the obvious caveat of injuries because of 
players playing maybe on a slightly low condition and the fact that there's a risk of an injury in any game. That's that's the only thing that's not ideal about this, that there's two games in between the first game in a double and the second game in a double. Yeah, I think that if, if I would guess the Leicester's slightly more risky for Newcastle in terms of rotation, but even if Viduka missed the Leicester game, I'd still be confident in the Newcastle home game. That's still pretty good. The, the good news, if you've got um, Marco Singh, for example, he's not going to play in some of these games, right? He's not going to play in either the Roma game, you wouldn't, games you wouldn't think. Someone like him. That's a good point. That's a good point. You'd think Hart would play in those because I'm thinking of bringing in Singh this week. He's so certainly going to play the away game, isn't he, Harpel mm. Singh? Uh, mm. Ian Hart's going to play away to Roma. That's a given. Mm. Well, I tell you what I do think, though. I think that Hart will play right back for Leeds this week. Unless they bring in that... that There was a player they played a little while ago that I um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's he's on the we'll there. get to that in the next slide. Hardy, he's that guy, Hardy. You got Hardy, two- there we go. Nice segue there then, Craig, yeah? Yeah, so just quickly before we move on, there's the Leeds on the screen as well, is the Leeds point so far this year use that as a guide if you want keep your eye on the third center back so you can clearly see Ferdinand most points are defenders then Woodgate and then the other three Dubri, Jose Fernando and Radaby are all actually fairly close together shows you how much rep there's generally probably been unnoticed through much of the season with Leeds's back three I think we kind of know it happens a bit but that third center back spot seems to have been pretty evenly spread I think between those three and even Woodgate's not played all of them it's interesting that Hart's actually only seven points behind Singh. We feel like he's hardly played all season. Um, he has played centre back a few times, hasn't he? Um, but that's incredible how he, how many points he's got. He's, he's climbed up that um, points chart quite quietly, hasn't he? Yeah, he's had one or two hauls. I think which probably helped. I don't think mm. Singh has too many hauls. Singh's quite good for average rating of eight, maybe one or two points of bonus. But I don't think he's actually. Well, I haven't looked into this, but I don't think his attacking return numbers are actually that high. You think they no, would be the clean sheets, isn't it, for him? Where Hart does get the set pieces and things like that when he plays. So he's got more upside, I think, Hart in that role, where Sings, mm. like any other wing back, really, a bit like Ricardo Gardner, probably, with probably maybe even a little bit worse in terms of attacking returns. But we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. So this is, you dug these games out from somewhere. These are four games, I think they're all this season, aren't they? Four games this season where Gary Kelly hasn't played. Yeah, I think it was, um, they were randomly dotted throughout the season. Um, They're in order, and... I'll just say. So the top game at home to Sunderland was first. I think, as you said, that was about October, I think, where Maybury was still there before he moved to Tottenham. The second game against Norwich, Maybury was still there. And then the, tot- um, then the Tottenham game and the Ipswich game are more recent. This meeting is being recorded. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> There. You've got a bit. You've got. You've, you've seen. Right, I'm still there. here, so let's carry on. So yeah, we've so yeah, no, we we got the four games. Um, it would have been easy just to say maybe he's going to play, but they haven't really got an obvious backup right wing back since they sold him to Tottenham. So I so say we've had that Hardy play one game, and then we've even had Ian Hart play one game against Ipswich. Mm-hmm. I'd say you you favour that it'll be him again, don't you? Uh, I think it makes sense. He has. He has played there once, and. Um, Yes, they could play the. Um, they're playing Arsenal, so it is Arsenal they're playing this week, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I would expect they'll play one of the stronger players. So we don't know what's happened to Kelly. He could have picked up an injury. Um, I'm just trying to find, I think it was game week 33, they're playing one where Hart played right, right wing back. And I think he played one or two in Europe as right wing back as well. Um, 
so my suspicion is that Hart plays right wing back, which would take the set pieces off from um, it's a uh, Larson, isn't it? That's on on pens. Yeah, yeah. So I think theoretically, Larson does play. Hart would get those. That's my. That's it's just guesswork. Um, because they don't really have anyone else apart from that that youngster. So anyone on free hit this week, Hart's a good punt. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely, I think their clean sheets were quite a higher chance. I can't remember exactly from Martin Sim data earlier what Arsenal's goal threat was, but I think it was under one, 0.9 or something from memory. I've looked at it without studying. It was it. nine nine out of 20 that Leeds had. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Hearts a good punt. Away from that, there's not a lot of similarity to take from this. Viduka and Larson have started three of these four games together, if you want to read into that. Um, they're all, they're not even all sort of up arrow games. Um, Harry Kuehl, has played two of the up arrow games from AMC. Robbie Keane won. I, I I really don't see any proper similarities between any of the other games. Uh, do you know what? I've just picked up on one. The one they played against Ipswich, I think that was an away game. And Ipswich got quite a high rep. That's fifth. They've got 15, haven't they? So you've got the small up arrows. And maybe that's why Hart started that one. So if they're playing home to Arsenal, are they going to play the big or the small up arrows? My gut feeling is they'll play big because it's a home game therefore will Hart definitely start that's a good point he may not so Mr Hardy might get a game at right wing back for the long up <laughs> he might do so yeah get, not maybe, quite sure on that one maybe get them both on your free hit <laughs> <laughs> but hang on so Keen, but Keane's starting isn't he so in the first slide Keane's got the up arrow when he plays behind the front two so if we assume Keane is starting behind the front two and he would normally have an up arrow that would suggest there'll be big wide arrows which might suggest Hart doesn't start who knows yeah we haven't really helped I don't think a great deal here I thought <laughs> I think what we've what we've what we've identified is that they can suddenly r- randomly pick a player out such as Kelly take him out but can continue to play sort of eight nine or ten of their first eleven um so big Kelly being out suggests potentially that they're still going to play a fairly normal squad yeah, I wouldn't worry about Baduka. I know he'll probably be in a lot of squads because he's been captain option for the last few game weeks. So I, I, I've got no concerns about him. Larson is, I think, a 50-50 call now, or maybe 60-40. I think Larson probably is still more likely to play up front than Keane, but it's close. I so said, I've got Larson, and I'm, I'm, I don't think I want to take the risk if I'm being honest. A striker spot, uh, an expensive striker spot is too precious to have someone who's 50-50 to start. So I'm mm-hmm. tempted to I'm tempted to take him out for someone who's more guaranteed to play with a good game. Let's say the sim data has thrown up a few teams like Phillips, for example, who's got opportunities, probably got the highest upside this week, you'd think, against Watford. So mm. I don't really want to hold Larson knowing, even with next week in mind, I, I, I think that's dangerous. Well, not dangerous, but I think it's a bit stupid not to maybe move Larson to Phillips. But yeah, that, that's that side. So we'll move on to Generally, the fixtures we've got left, so three game weeks left. Quite a lot of teams with two home games in the last three. I say some teams have got three home games in four. That was, that's Leeds, isn't it? Four games mm-hmm. left, three at home. Um, but yeah, lots of teams with two home games and an away game. In some cases, the two home games are really good, like Sunderland. They've got Watford and Bolton. The away game is quite poor, away to away to Chelsea. Tottenham, another one. The home games with Bradford and Leicester could be quite good away to Arsenal in between. Not ideal. 
Um, even Man City, Ipswich and Bradford could be good home games. Liverpool, Leicester and Watford could be good home games. There's quite a lot of teams with good 36 and good 38 coming up now for your transfers. You just obviously need a plan to get through 37 because most of those teams are not good in 37. Mm. There's one or two people who've still got free hit left and they've used the rest of their chips. I know Frazier has got um, just a free hit. Um and he's tempted. Now he's got that and one other, but he's tempted to use his free hit in thirty-seven, and then you can just really concentrate your thirty-six and thirty-eight fixtures. Yeah, that's a no-brainer decision. If you've got a free hit left, to use it in thirty-seven. I say most of the teams you want now are good thirty-six, thirty-eight. I think if you can look down it now, Villa, Blackburn, Coventry, even they've they've all got reasonably steady home games, thirty-six, thirty-eight. Hmm load up on Liverpool probably and I say Sunderland especially they're the big ones with the, the Chelsea game in between yeah yeah great if you've got that free hit for 37 um, and obviously if you've just got triple captain left and 37 appears to make the most sense bonus chip I mean you can probably just use that anywhere but again 37 you've got most fixtures um, a lot of the teams go home away home or away home away I think it's just Borough that have got back to back homes in 37 38 you've obviously got the doubles it's tricky though because Newcastle's double is all right um, with their A games either side. Bolton's is not great with um, a, a, you know the home to Chelsea and then away to Sunderland. It's not bad, um, but it, they, I don't think doubles scream opportunity with the exception of the Leeds one. A um, little bit tricky to navigate. Um, so yeah, it's I think trying to pick a home away home are the away games quite quite attempting. Like the Man City um run of three I quite like. Um Ipswich home, Everton away, Bradford home. I think they can score in any of those. Um Sunderland, obviously you've got like you say, the two great home games with the tricky away game against Chelsea. But we know what Kevin Phillips is like, he can score in any game. So um I'll Yeah, and then the top quite nice home games as well. If you was going to get Phillips in this week, I imagine he will be the most popular transfer in this week if you haven't already got him. Um, what, what do you do with him next week? Do you just hold him through to the end or do you do a little hokey-cokey? Because there's not a premium. I suppose Henri is okay next week. Home to Tottenham could be a good game if you're looking for a sideways move for a week. Shearer's got a double, not the most attractive, but it is a double. Mm-hmm. So there, there are ways off of Phillips for one week. They're probably the obvious two to go for. Or even Larson again, if you've got a lead spot, you could mm. go back there. I'm tempted to um, get uh, Omri in 37 and then hold him for 38. He's been That's good at Tottenham historically, isn't he? He does quite well. I think they, this, they some players have a big a big game stats, which is high or low, and um, we don't see it in the game. It's a hidden stat. And then they can then do well or not so well against rival clubs so and I, like you say Henri's done well against Spurs so that's what I've got my eye on yeah I don't mind that or even Rude if you think you're going to get two games out of him next week I think you, you're going to be in the same boat you're in this week with the the fact you're being unsure yeah. but tricky isn't it I mean you've got Bolton away we know Bolton defensively aren't great and then Liverpool home and Liverpool don't have a playing keeper <laughs> I think most people know about it but just for those that don't Kirkland's their only registered goalkeeper and he is um, suspended. So they have to play a greyed out, made up keeper and their stats are generally awful. Um, so 
it could be a, a bloodbath. We don't know yet, but we'll, we'll wait and see. It's, I think it's Dave Atkinson, their grade out keeper. I assume he will play. He tends to have the same player all the time. So you'll see this Dave Atkinson keeper play uh, for Liverpool this week. So against against Leicester. So I hopefully next week, or possibly um, Panda might have been able to click on his stats and see what he's like. I don't know if he can or not. Uh, I think you've got to manage the club to be able to click on the grade out characters. So I don't think we'll ever see his stats. He's probably got 20 for handing and 20 for reflexes. Or whatever. <laughs> they tend to have tons of, yeah, you never know. They tend to have loads of ones, much more than a, a real player does. That's a shocker for next week then, because Liverpool got to sit back men behind the ball. And I'd imagine we maybe need a real deal with, with, Trip down memory lane for how this fixture normally goes, but you, you're looking at shot yeah. count really for Man United, aren't you? If they're averaging 10 shots yeah. against a grayed out keeper, yeah, you've got that, but then you've got the risk of who plays for Man United, so that's going to be a really <laughs> tricky one. Some you could strike gold if you've got the right player in that, so uh, so yeah, let, let's see. So, yeah, fixtures wise, I think it's a little bit of a mixed bag, but there's a couple of little little gems in there. I quite like Villa's next three, I think they're quite good. Um, Blackburns aren't too bad, but do you want a Blackburn asset? Coventry is quite nice as well. So there's, yeah, there's a few. We'll move on to some differentials because some of them teams you've just mentioned there, we've actually named as our differentials. So we set ourselves a little challenge, sort of under 5% own some players that I suppose realistically we should be considering getting these players in. I don't know how realistically I am considering getting some of these players in, but um, we, we found a few sort of low low ownership players that, Maybe not the worst fixtures for for the coming game week. So we we picked one each per position, but then we kind of agreed on the goalkeeper. So I think we both think Robinson's going to play all four. If you haven't got triple leads at the moment, it's awkward because wing backs, especially Harpel Singh, I feel like has got a lot more. Robinson doesn't tend to make loads of saves, so Harpel Singh, it's not like a keeper who's going to get loads of save points to go with the clean sheet. He feels a bit like Edison, maybe, in real life of FPL. He's probably got quite a high chance of a clean sheet, but he doesn't get it. He's mm. probably going to get two points. Mm. Um, so take that risk as as you as you will. But I think if he was on a wild card now, for example, for this game week, I think he's probably the keeper you'd go for, isn't he, for, yeah. for what's left? Yeah, a few people are still on wild card. If he's on a wild card, you, you, you go Robinson. And if you've got Kirkland and he's now out and you don't have a backup, I think you go Robinson as well, assuming you've got the funds to do it. You're in a slightly trickier situation where you've got the backup, haven't you? But we'll, yeah, we'll I've see got your Kirkland and Betterton. So I've got a decision to make where I'm just happy to play Betterton for three weeks. So do I want to upgrade or change my goalkeeper? Yeah, I've yeah. Got, I could go up to Robinson as equally a couple of downgrades. We'll maybe talk about that in a second. But yeah, I, I think he's the wild card keeper to have now for... For the running, yeah. I, I won't put necessarily people off Yaskaline, and I'd say he's got the he's got the potential of high average ratings and save points, and maybe nabbing a clean sheet. So I think he's yeah, an option. Here, him or Headman? I think you mentioned Headman as well. Well, Coventry's games are there under Davenport, so three games mm-hmm. left. You, you wouldn't think that's three clean sheets for Coventry, but it's not implausible. Um, and say he'll he'll tick along with the save points, and he's a bit like a Dean Henderson, isn't he, of Chapman Headman? So he, he could he could do okay. So I, I won't be I've not owned him either. So he might be quite a, a nice bit of nostalgia to end the season to actually finally own him at a time when no one <laughs> else does, having not owned yeah, him yeah. when the time everyone else did. So um yeah, he's, he's, there's a few goalkeeper options if you feel like you need to sell. Um even Kudicini's not the worst, but he's six mil, probably a bit pricey for a borough keeper. Yeah. But uh on to defenders, you've gone for Richard Dunn at three point four percent. I'll let you um go into detail why or not detail. <laughs> 
briefly go into uh, uh, <laughs> a bit of information. So, yeah, to be honest, we discussed it before, and I think any of the Bolton centre-backs are, are good, to be honest. So um, against Chelsea, um, I think that their Chelsea strikers don't look like that good against um, against Bolton this week. They look OK. I know you've got Johnson, but um, it looks like that Bolton should win quite a few headers and then therefore could be quite good for bonus. Um, they got a chance to get in a clean sheet. There's a few on, on the Sims. And then um, I would have gone for Lucchetti. Lucchetti's bonus, sorry, um, average rating is like 7.8 um, so far. So he's really good for bonus. But he's flagged this week. So I don't know if he'll definitely start. Dunn's on penalties. Um, Repka's also quite good as well. But I went for Dunn because I know he's starting and he's on pens. Um, so yeah, you've got the home game. Then you've got the double. And again, do we think they'll get a clean sheet? Might be lucky to get one. Definitely could be good for bonus. Um and then um, finally Sunderland away, which isn't the worst game. Um, but yeah, if you didn't, if you needed a cheap defender, um, I, I'm not against getting done uh, for the end of the season. Bit of a differential. Yeah, I like Rep because five mil was the only issue with him. He got mad in a match last week away to Blackburn when they won one. I think he's maybe more. He's a bit more aggressive, I think, than the other two. And if you look at these games now, maybe that aggressiveness could lead to cards and stuff, obviously, but may help mm-hmm. him get a slightly better average rating and following on from that bonus point. So, yeah, I, I don't disagree with any of the three of them. I, I, me, personally, I think I'd favour Repka, but he is 0.5 more and no penalties. So, they're all quite good. I've cheekily thrown in Callum Davenport. Obviously, funds might get a bit tight now where we all want multiple premium strikers. Um, if we're trying to downgrade a defender now, I don't know who it would be. If you want to sell Gary Kelly this week, for example, um, but you want to try and free up money to get to a third premium striker or something like that. Davenport has played, I think, definitely played the last four games for Coventry. He may, I didn't go back any further. He may have played more than that. But he's a four million centre-back. Obviously, centre-backs can win headers, um, get bonus points at the high average ratings. And so I don't think he's shown much aptitude for that so far. I think he's been getting sevens average rating in all the games. So it's not like he's getting eights and, and stuff, but... If you just want to play in four million defender to fill your squad out for the last couple of weeks, he has got three reasonable games. I wouldn't be so I, I think they might keep two clean sheets in his last three games. A bit bold statement that one, but I don't hate getting a commentary player in. I say Headland probably is worth the point five extra as a keeper because of the save points, but he's an option. Put your money where your mouth is, Craig. Well, get Davenport in for four mil. I might do that and stick in third sum. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I say I do feel I don't know if there's how many four million playing defenders there are at the moment. Um, there's probably a, there's um, a handful to be fair. I think Mills is still playing for Villa, isn't he? And then um, I think Breen is now suspended for Ipswich. He's gone. Um, there might be one, one or so, two for it for Norwich. I think. Hey, Coventry have got the better games out of those teams. Two home games in Bradford with the away one. So yeah, I don't hate that move if you need to free up money as a as a fifth defender. So I'll throw him in mm-hmm. onto midfield. Now, interestingly, I owned Eddie Tiao and you were the one that put him forward. So mm-hmm. I'm quite happy that you've stuck him up because say so I already I got him in a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we can't believe how low owned he is. I thought more people have him than that. I think more people are on Spencer and then off because um, he's done really well. I think he's got 15 assists this season, which is one of the highest. And then Wright and uh, Flickcroft have offered quite good value. But yeah, Tiato maybe slightly underperformed, but he is a winger against two wing-back teams now. He is on... Um, pens set pieces he's on one or the other isn't he both I think he's on both yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah differential punt I think is a great option 
Glad to hear it. And I've gone for Teal, um, another one, 1.1%. All of, all, of the, um, all of the looks will be on Arco, I think, down the left. But Teal, another one who's probably underperformed this year. I think he was fairly solid last year and he was 6 million for a ticket along. Again, probably not quite to the level of Arca, but there was a decent price gap. There's still a million between them this year. We haven't seen a lot of him. I think he's spent a couple of periods out injured. But there, as we've mentioned before about um, Sunderland, they've got two of the last three games, home to Watford, home to Bolton. They should dominate those games and their wing-back teams. We we know wingers against wing-back teams is a good situation. It's a bit like Teato, um, Till's probably, or Sunderland in general, Till and Arca. They've both got quite good upside, I think, in those two home games. If you, And Till's, I think, probably cheap enough. You can just about bench him. For the Chelsea I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, it's just that extra half a million less where you feel like psychologically it's okay to bench him. With seven million, it always feels a bit tricky, doesn't it? If you're just half a million short of Arca, I don't hate the deal, shout at all, and bench him and away to Chelsea. And then on to the two strikers. I think we've both gone with fixtures here. Um, again, I've gone for Stefan Everson, 0.6%. Only. I think Martin had him for temporarily for a week or two. I think Tottenham came out good in the in the sim data earlier. Over two was it average rating at um, expected goals this week home to Bradford. Mm-hmm. So it's a shitter next week away to Arsenal. So you probably have to, you may have to just persevere. But then Leicester at home, they're another team that aren't the best defensive away games. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tottenham scored like seven goals in his last three game weeks. However many of them mm-hmm. Everson is going to score is obviously up for debate. But I, I wouldn't be if you look at it now. Who's going to score the most goals as a team over the last three weeks? I think Tottenham. Of the teams that only play three times, not including the doublers, I wouldn't be surprised if they're close to the top of that list. Tottenham, so getting one of their strikers, no one trusts Tottenham, do they? For good reason. No, I don't, I've only barely any Tottenham players all year. But if not, you look to the worst. three, if you put the three three fixtures together, you, you'd say, well, you could hold Balaban for the three. But with Everson, I think if you if if you ran ran the Sims, I think overall Everson would probably do better in the three games overall because I think Bradford and Leicester are like plum home ties. Um, whereas potentially the Villa other three games are not quite as tasty. They could potentially go either way, um, but you'd fancy Balaban in any of them. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I think I, I would yeah. possibly captain Everson in either of those two home games. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd captain Balaban in either of those two home games. I think that's probably, if, you, if you're feeling bold and brave and want a differential captain, mm-hmm. Everson home to Bradford this way. I, I think they'll score three goals in both those home games, Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Which obviously makes me. their striker a decent captain shot. Villa, I probably they, they could score three against Everton. I, I never see Angel and Balaban being those sort of hall strikers. That Dublin does score hat tricks and stuff. Mm. Balaban and Angel sort of deal more in singles, maybe the odd double. Yeah, but yeah. it's like one goal at like max. It feels like with them too. So I, I don't think Villa will run right in any of these three games. But they could score two in all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't don't let me put you off going for Angel over Balaban. It's just we're trying to go for obviously differential picks, but Angel looked quite good in uh, Martin's data this week. Um, for How long the out for? Is he is he out for the whole season? Dublin. He's out. I think he's out in the season now. Give me give me two seconds. I can tell you. So yeah, that should mean Balaban's now, shouldn't it, for all three weeks? Um, yeah, he's not a bad shot at seven million, is he? If you need a cheaper third striker, there's there's plenty worse than him for the running. I would think. He's back game week 38, so it, Angel might be the better pick if you wanted to hold for three. But Balaban certainly will play the next two, you, you'd have thought. Cool. So there's some differentials there. How many of them we actually get, I don't know. 
so I've already got Tiato. Uh, that might be it. And I'm, I'm weighing up Robinson. So here's our teams for this week before we've done any moves. Uh, I've got one transfer for you. I'm assuming you have. Did you roll last week or, or one for you as well? No, I only got one. Yeah, so both of us, one free trend. So here's what we're looking at at the moment. So I'll, I'll go first. So I've got three players. Well, I've, I've got a couple of options. Um, I could just play Southgate and Betterton and drop Kelly and Kirkland to the bench. Um, and that would give me a one free transfer to probably do Larson to Phillips. That would obviously be the boring Dullard move, but I could do that. And it's probably what I would do if I was top. But you're not going to do that, are you? No, of course I'm not going to do that. I've taken that minus eight every week for the last six weeks. Well, why change the habit of a lifetime, right? So um, I've, I've got some options again, though, with hit. So I've got the exact money to do Larson to Phillips, Kirkland to Robinson, but then I'd need to take Kelly out to free up a, a lead spot to do Robinson. So I would maybe risk someone like Michael Gray, left back for Sunderland for two home for those two good home games, where there's chances of goals and he's obviously down the wing. I don't know if Michael Gray is really worth the punt. I don't know what his attacking sort of thrust is like, but a differential punt. So that would be a Kirkland, Kelly and Larson out to Robinson... Gray or and to and to Phillips. But the other one I'm weighing up, which I think I like a little bit more, I wouldn't mind another playing option. So I I could just move Larson down, ignore Phillips because of that game with Chelsea next week, but I don't think I want him. And I say it's a bit of a one week punt. He's the he's the popular one as well. I'm I'm tending more these days to try and be different. I captain one shot the other week when everyone captained Phillips and he went really well. So I'm, I'm tempted to get one shot back in again for Larson, and that would allow me enough money to, to upgrade Gunnison to Arca, and then I would just bench Kelly from the team currently mm-hmm. on the screen. So I'd have to play Betterton. I, I could still make the extra move as well and move Betterton to a headman or something, but um, uh, sorry, move Kirkland to a headman. But I, I, I'd really like the, the sort of the chance to get Arca in. And I think I would even captain Arca if I had him for home to the left side against Watford. I think we kind of know is different. Yeah. So, but see, I've got Tiato captain at the minute because we've spoken before about teams, left wingers doing quite well against Tariko and Ipswich down the right. And Tiato's got all of the set pieces, including the pens. Arca, I don't think, has really got anything like that. Arca will have, um, will have Bolton in game week 38 and you'll have... This, you'll have um, him against Pitt. Bolton's right back, which is Southall. He's pretty poor. So even if he doesn't do it this week, then you've got another good fixture. Yeah, I, I, I'm. the more I think about it, the more I like that move, I think. Just do Larson to one chop, and that will free up enough money to do Gunnison to, to Arca. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a decision to make on the captain. I'm, I'm tempted to be really, really rogue this week. I might leave it on Seattle. 1.6% owned. Is in a position that does well against Ipswich's right side, and he's got all the set pieces in the pens. So, why not be a complete rogue? But I'm I'm edging myself more towards that, and I'll have Kelly still for obviously for the double. Then, assuming he's yeah. not, in, you'd, you'd imagine he'll come back in unless he's done. He got injured like in a reserve game a day before or something. I'm sure they play on the Saturday. I'm sure they do. So it's it's I think it's just a random dropping, and he'll be back. I'd like to think he'll play both in the double. 
So yeah, Betterton, I have to personally, Betterton also feels like could get dropped at any minute. I'm not convinced he's definitely going to start all the three games either. But so worst case, they're not with no goalkeeper. But <laughs> is it worth a hit for a keeper now? I don't know. Maybe I'll move, mm. move it next week. But that, that's my dilemmas. But I, yeah. I, I don't mind my team for the run, especially like that midfield. Of, if I get Arca, Arca, Tiato, Partridge and Hendry, I think it's quite nice for the... Nice. Arca could finally come good in game week 36. I've had him quite a lot over the three seasons. I had him for a fair mm. chunk of time in season two. And I don't think I really got out of him what I expected. So it's been my way lately to try and get players in who have let me down before to give them one last chance to redeem themselves. Good Johnson's actually done that for me the last couple of weeks. I owned him earlier in the season for a big chunk of games and he pretty much didn't do anything. But he's been he's been pretty reliable for returns the last few weeks, Good Johnson. So he's sort of gone some way towards redeeming himself. I triple captain Don Ree, obviously the ultimate troll, and he did okay in that game against Watford. The only person that fouled to redeem themselves was Matt Jensen when I gave him a second chance because he, he carried <laughs> on as he left off by not doing very much. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I'd quite like to give Arco one more chance. I, I, I like him in the game. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I fancy that move. On to your team, Dave. On to my team. Right, so, yeah, the boring move is to get Van Nistelrooy out for Phillips um, and then I can take a hit for anybody else. Um or I can go Christie for Phillips, which leaves me a million short. So I'd have to downgrade one of my midfielders, um, which would probably be, be ED down to a 4.5. And then I'd probably make it Jordich for Man United, hoping that he plays this week or maybe in the double next week. Um, but then part of me thinks, then I started to think, oh, should I keep rude and, and maybe do I need Phillips? And then I thought maybe I can go Libra instead of Christie. And then that allows me extra cash to upgrade uh, Weir up to um, up to Kelly, uh, up to Singh. So I've got another Leeds defender. Then I've got maybe some money to a punt on a Man United mid, like maybe get skulls in. And then I started thinking, do I really need a Sunderland striker? Because I like quite like one shops next three. And so I'm currently sitting on keeping rude. Because I'll kick myself if I transfer him out and he plays and he does well. Imagine if he plays this week and then plays the Liverpool game in the double as well. Exactly. That's the dream game, yeah. isn't it? I'll kick myself. Help. So um, I'm looking at now going Christy to one chop, um, Weir to sing, and Edie to Skulls. So I've got, I've actually got, hopefully, both Man United strikers against Norwich. Um, and then I figure if I captain Rude and he doesn't, he just doesn't play completely then my emergency captain will be Skulls and I'll still have a Man United striker against Norwich. You're so easy against Dave Atkinson though, are you? Sorry? You're so easy against Dave Atkinson. The, uh, well, the I thought about this. Their, their sim data is pretty poor, Leicester. It's 4-4-2 against 4-4-2 away. And yeah, again, I it was it's either get rid of him or get rid of Partridge. And oh, no, I think Partridge is not... No, don't do that. And then Hendry's got three lovely fixtures, so I can't get rid of him. Edie's... None of Edie's games are that good. I feel like he'd have to be the one to go. Yeah, it's fair. So a hunt on the Man United. But I kind of want to get a, get a piece of it because it would be differential. How much is it? Skull seven million. So if I, I figured if I um if I do that, then because if I went to Libra, then the following week the, the obvious move would be go to Libra to Ricard because he got then got the two home games. But if I do that, I'm a million short. So I'd have to take a hit for someone next week as well if I get skulls. So if I get go for one chop this week, 
I could just leave him because his next figure fixture next week's pretty good, even though it's away. And then I don't have to mess about with that next week. And then if um, if we get the hint that Rude's not playing, I can just go straight to Thierry Henry against Spurs. Your next so week, there, that's my thinking. Life is, isn't it? Vanistor with a double, Vaduka with a double, Shearer with a double, Ricard with a good home game and or two good home games to finish the mm-hmm. season for Ricard. You say Henry's yeah. got a good game. Yeah. Tricky next week with the strikers. I think even Good Johnson's at home to Sunderland, which I'd say I don't mind as a fixture either. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting decision for free hitters next week. Um, yeah, free strikers to go with. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say don't get one chance. I think I'm going to get him as well. It, it, to be fair, he never tends to let me down. I've owned him sparingly over the last two years. It was obviously in the Prem season one. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's pretty steady for returns when I've had him one chop. And even when I've captained him, he's tended to not do too bad. I think the important thing in this game is it's like in FPL, it's not points, it's predictable points and how we all know how unpredictable midfielders are at points and we know how predictable like Chelsea centre-backs are at getting a six points and defence clean sheet and two bonus. We all, um, Tariko is one of those ones, he's unpredictable, but so you have to keep playing him and you, 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 you know, you take the halls when you get them. Um, Gardner was like that last year, he just go off as and when, but this, you know when you've got someone like uh, someone like Phillips at home, and it is dangerous not getting him. That's fairly predictable points for Duca at home. Uh, one shot at home is another one of those players. I figure he he just he, he seems to. He always gets an eight average rating. Down. He, he pretty Sorry. much guaranteed in home games average rating one shot. It's just a case yeah. of if he gets an attacking return or how many bonus yeah. points he gets for that eight. Yeah. But, so that's that's where I'm at. I'm at a risky. No Sunderland against Watford, <laughs> but the sim data suggests that they do they do just as well Man City against Ipswich. So yeah, I think their shot count was a bit higher in Martin Sims. I think in terms of average goals, I think it was about the same Man City and Sunderland about two point one. But from memory, I think Man City averaged slightly higher for shots. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not like looking three, four weeks ago, looking at this game week, I, I, you'd have said to me, who are you getting up front? It would have been Phillips all day. He would have been so, such the obvious captain for this week. Mm-hmm. But part because I'm so far behind and I want to just have a bit more fun than have the predictable captain. And two, say the away games in amongst all the good home games are the, the worst of the worst home away games. I think I'm going to ignore him. I, I think I'd rather, yeah, rather punt Arca than punt Phillips now. I'll give you a, a virtual cuddle Friday morning when we're uh, both crying into our porridge. But I've got eight points on those four. Another hat trick, and neither of us have got him. I'll have those four midfielders all with good home games. Tieto, Arca, Partridge, Chendry, all wingers with good home games, and they'll get two points. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we sat on my bench with 11, probably home to Men's it. Cool. Yeah, that's it. I don't think we, there was anything else we was going to talk about. Nothing else to promote for your cup or anything like that, is there, Dave? Where are we up oh, to? Oh, yes. It's, it's the uh, second leg of the uh, semi-finals of the Mark Libra Cup. Um, so I think it's... So it's Luke is trailing to Martin Phillips, about 25 points behind. So that could be an upset there. And then the other two teams, I think it's FPL Banjo, Kush, and I can't remember who he's playing. Um, but I will just have a quick look. He's playing Goodman. I think Goodman used to be on the Discord a lot last season. He's just disappeared. But uh, yeah, I used to chat with him quite a lot. Goodman. He has gone quiet, to be fair. But yeah. he's a good good manager if he's still if he's still active. I'm assuming he's still active if he's um, yeah. 
if he's still active and you're watching Goodman, then get back on the Discord. And uh, yeah, uh, so it's a semi-final. They're pretty close. So uh, um, yes, yeah, the second leg and then the final will be 37-38. So that, that'll be a bit, a bit of fun. And I did promise a prize for the for the winners. So uh, or for the winner, sorry. So yeah, um, but you've got to come to the meetup to get it. <laughs> I think Goodman doesn't win things. I think he lives in Morocco, so that might be a bit. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no excuses. Get on down. <laughs> Yeah, cool. So yeah, that cup's still going on. Um, so yeah, good luck every week uh, this week, guys. I went for the last three weeks. To be fair, enjoy it. I think it's the main thing now. Uh, I'm on stream Thursday with Benno, so I think that'll be my last one of the season. I don't know what the plan is for game week 38 yet, but I'm not on next week, so I'm expecting this to be my last one um, of this season, and who knows beyond that. So me and Benno will be on quite a fitting way to end the season if it's me and him, because I think we were the first sort of. Not the first double act, it was Irons and um, Mode, weren't it? But me and Benno were the first two to do sort of pods together, I think. So, good way to go off. Um, yeah, and then we've got a day and a half now to settle on these transfers. I'm, I'm determined to try and do mine tonight, I think. I don't want to be sitting on Thursday afternoon trying to work out what I'm doing. So, yeah, that's that. There's the normal end screen for everyone to like, follow, subscribe. I can't believe there's too many people already that don't follow us by now. A bit late, probably game week 36. If you yeah, probably... I should probably start following you. <laughs> You're on it now. You have to compose three words. <laughs> no, I'm subscribed. I'm subscribed to the man. Don't worry. <laughs> I started watching your uh, your other one earlier about um, should I get rid of Jesus? So uh, oh, the FPL one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little plug there. Watch the FPL one that they did earlier. So it's, I'm doing another FPL one tomorrow. Uh, on what well, I'm on wild card in FPL. So I think we're going to do a little chat about my wild card in FPL as well. See if anyone can oh, talk right, okay. me out. So I'm, I've already activated, so no one can talk me out of doing it, but <laughs> maybe talk me out of some decisions. Well, good luck. Anyway, yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, thanks for that. Hopefully, I hope everyone's enjoyed these over this season. Say I've five or six, I think, throughout the season. Hopefully, this one's been a little bit helpful. And if we do a season four, I'm sure we'll fit in a couple more of these um, with some more learnings and stuff. But for now, cheerio. Thanks. Cheers. Yeah. Nice one.